Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Positive Approach to Care Dementia Care Partners podcast, brought to you by RecallQ, the perfect solution for remote caregiving. RecallQ not only turns any tablet into a dementia care day clock, it also allows your whole family to send messages, share photos, schedule reminders, and have two-way video calls easily from their phone. RecallQ, be a great caregiver from anywhere. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tipa Snow. And Tipa, one of your recent emails quoted a report saying dementia was going to cost the U.S. $321 billion this year. Now, being a good Canadian, I tried to find out what dementia was going to cost our country. Uh, one report said $10.4 billion this year, jumping to $16.6 billion in 10 years. But most of the reports I was able to find were about five or six years old and hadn't factored in two or three years of COVID. And neither mm-hmm. one of us is an economist. So why is it important for us to even know this or, or be aware of this as, as care partners or as well, taxpayers? Yeah. So let's start with as care partners or family members, uh, primarily because a lot of dementia support and care is not covered by any insurance program. So guess what you're going to be doing? paying out of pocket or out of, you know, whatever anybody else has earned out of whatever they have in storage or, or resources. I mean, it's an incredibly costly condition. Um, And so it's, it's quite expensive and about 70 to 80% of all care is delivered by family members or friends. And when we start talking about residential or housing or, or, or personnel support or care support, Um, it gets really pricey really fast. And it's one of the most expensive conditions you can have. Um, If we talk about uh, the governmental support, the numbers of people who are going to be living with dementia and dying from dementia is expected to increase exponentially as the boomers hit 65 plus and the numbers start climbing. As we're recovering from COVID and realizing long haulers are developing cognitive changes that aren't looking great in many cases, and that we have probably more on young onset dementia than we've ever seen before, which means we're taking people out of the workforce, and they now are going to be taking in services rather than offering services. And you put all those together and that's uh, like a yikes. So you've been at this for a few years. When you see those numbers, do you sort of somewhere in the back of your brain say there could be a better way of doing this? Or, you know, why, what do you do when you see these numbers? I, you know, I'm, I'm, appalled that the system of government we have has not read the writing on the wall before now to go, wow, I think maybe we should really pay attention to dementia. Um, I think we've got a big problem on our hands because I think, number one, it's going to bankrupt our healthcare system. And I'm concerned what it's doing to our people and our population. And even those who are trying to work a job, but how do you take care of mom and work a job? How do you help your husband and work a job? How do you take care of your kids and your husband and your grandkids and work a job? Well, you stress yourself out, which increases your risk of developing your own 
brain changes. So, you know, I think it's not just about dementia. It's also about mental health because people have anxiety, depression, and, you know, they, they don't know what else to do and they have to quit working. Well, and we lose somebody from the workforce. So I'm just sort of appalled that the government hasn't taken this into like consideration. It's just sort of startling to me that we couldn't get their attention. We could not get them to pay attention. We, uh, we, are, we uh, tend to treat our healthcare system, prisoners, any institution, sort of like mm -hmm. factories or assembly lines where, you know, we yeah. need to, we need to have people in wards, in units, in, yeah. in institutions, you know, um, can we move away from that? Or is that going to be even more costly? Well, that's the trick is, can we stop thinking that dementia care is primarily driven by professionals delivering care and start recognizing, hey, we need to arm the entire population with basic skills so that it's not so costly to have support for someone living with dementia. That if a town was familiar with dementia, I wouldn't have to worry so much about dad going downtown. I could, you know, he could go downtown because people recognize, oh, well, you know, that behavior is pretty consistent with dementia. Hey, John, um, looks like you're, you know what, I could use your help for a little bit if you have a few minutes and then call and say, John's at my place. He's helping with dishwashing. Um, I've got a local restaurant. He's helping me out clearing tables. Uh, let me know when, you know, you're available to come help him come back home. But for right now, he could stay another hour. I mean, you know, we create volunteer opportunities. We create places and spaces where, you know, people can be people and we don't see people living with dementia as social pariahs or unable. We just see them as differently able. Maybe. How do we ever get uh, the attention of government to ask them to do a reset? Yeah. Well, I mean, COVID, COVID might help us out here because I think there's a massive reset going on. I think um, some of the things that are coming up before the political scene is sort of like, oh, wow. Um, I mean, we're pumping all this money in, but I'm, we're still running into lots of problems. I'm wondering if we need to do something different, but I'm always concerned about what the knee-jerk reaction might be versus something that's not politically motivated, but more reasoned and logical about what would work better. Um, so I, I wish I knew, Greg, for sure, but I do know that if we're not careful, we'll create new problems rather than actually address the ones that people would like us to deal with, which is how what's going on here and how can we do something that my person would be okay with since I have to put them somewhere and lock them in because they don't want it they don't like it and you know heaven forbid it's me I don't want it and I don't uh, yeah, I'm gonna fight you so that's gonna obviously create a greater um, negative impression versus well who gave you the right to tell me where I need to be and what needs to happen so a new attitude adjustment but I'm I'm still not sure how we're going to get people to quit fighting long enough to listen <laughs> well that's an interesting point but that could be subject for several more podcasts couldn't it <laughs> you think <laughs> Deepa, thank you very much and appreciate your uh, your time today uh Greg thank you and it's a tough question but we better start asking it You've been listening to the Positive Approach to Care Dementia Care Partners podcast, brought to you by RecallQ, the perfect solution for remote caregiving. RecallQ, be a great caregiver from anywhere.